our experience with Christ is to be a thoroughly tested as to whether we are really the children or not. A world is a place of danger where we're sorely pressed by the powers of the enemy of our soul all the time. It's a place where every attempt will be made to deceive us by drawing us aside with some fascination and make us lose the vision of Christ. That's what the world is. And this whole cruel chamber called the world is where Jesus knew he was going to leave his disciples. He knew he was going to leave us there. And also, as he knew that, he knew that hope withered in the world. He knew that. He knew that joy was fleeting in the world. We can be joyous for a moment and it disappears. He knew that in the world nothing was abiding. He knew that change was constant. He knew the place was weak. And he even knew that the enemy of our soul was so many. But more than anything else, he knew that the devil as a roaring lion was pacing back and forth, searching for a prey, looking for some frightened, trembling souls to tear to shreds, mutilating it if it could possibly be beyond recognition. Jesus knew that. He knew that we would have no chance except some power somewhere would intercede for us. And Jesus did that. And because of that, He has given us the greatest chance anybody has ever had. He's wrapped us in His arms and loved us and says, I pray for them. I believe in Jesus' prayer. I believe in Jesus' prayer. I believe in it. I believe more today than ever. I believed on it in my entire life. Now he could have, I suppose, taken his disciples with him, then and there to heaven, and I suppose he could take us right now. And out of compassion for the world, he leaves a light tank out to the lost and dying world. Out of compassion for the world, he anoints and sets a week in our soul and sets burn brightly so the world can see my life. Can see my life. Let's now, as he leads us today, to be lights. All right. Let's go back, if you don't mind, to that little sinking ship in the storm. I want you to look at it. Here's a boat that is so great and setting so low in water that all it would need was not a huge wave, but just a little ripple to upset it. But watch it. Watch it. Some way get fascinated by what, what he's trying to say. The Bible becomes alive when we get in that boat with those disciples. The Bible becomes alive and has a meaning when we place ourselves along with them and touch our minds and get our imagination working a little bit and sense that that is happening. And notice a little frail ship that's not ready to sink any time, but some way or other, it rides over the wild storm and over the worst waves. How is this? How does that happen, Brother Richard? Why does it do that? Very simply, because Jesus is there. Amen. Will you say that with me? Because Jesus, Jesus is there. Say it again. Jesus, Jesus is there. That's why and the powers of hell can't rip us to pieces. Come on now. All right. It's because Jesus is See a human soul looking you and I. So weak that we can't sustain ourselves. And yet, all the power.
hours of hell can crush us. Hallelujah. Isn't that a mystery? But isn't that a thrilling mystery? A human soul so weak that it could be just ripped aside by anything, and yet the powers of hell can crush us and destroy us. What is that? Because Jesus is here.
until you do. I like to disappear. I like for man to get his eyes. I like for him to forget what I look like and my personality and who I might be. And I'd like for him to remember that God had inhabits me and that word which belongs to God. And he did the Lord would be a word. And then when you can get mankind's eyes off a man and keep it on God, that has to be I don't know if Jesus is there. Amen. Too often, man that's come to the forefront. I'm human. I don't have to tell you I have to fight against you. I go after God anoints and everything looks like it's doing good. I like to say, oh, what didn't I do it good? Now, then, if I have love, I like to say, well, God, what was the matter with you? I see if it's good. It's me, but if it's bad, it's God. But I've come to the place that I realize how good or bad it belongs to God. I fall on my face, it's Him. I lift up to the heavens, it's Him. It can be nobody else, and it simply has to come from what the Word says. And your prayer, Father, keep them. I pray more than anything else. God would keep us so humble. So humble that we can never get out being old in the spirit. Right. How we can reach the world this morning. You know what's wrong with the world today? Sure you do. It's following the personality of man. It's in it's, 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 it's man's coattail. I'm not against preachers in the well knowing they're doing wonderful work. And I question sometimes if that preacher would disappear from the scene where would these be? And if we can't get them past the man and give to God all the words we have has to be the It has to be to Jesus. It has to be the one. Outside of him, there is nothing. Right. And when God again gains preeminence in the pulpit as well as in the pew, then the church is going to say alone and move on and deeper depth of higher than we ever Thank God. Just like the bush that was burning in the wilderness, burning but not consumed. Hallelujah. If you ever like to consider God's church that way, they just set a match to us. Thank God. They tried to destroy us. And they light a big fire and off. Oh, they burn us every once in a while up one side and down the other. Thank God that after the fire's gone out, here's still God's church. Thank God to them it's just been another trial, another fire trial. It's just been another furnace where gold is tied in, another retirement where silver's been retired. That's all it's ever been. Just like a burning bush, burning but not consumed. Always burning, thank God. Always under trial, always under chest, always under trouble, and always emerging triumphant. Always a triumphant church. Come to his fullness. Thank God. Outriding every song. We're kept by the power of God. First Peter 1 5 says, through faith unto salvation. Outriding every song. Resisting every temptation. Carry. I firmly believe by his prayer. Keep that. Carry. Triumph. Triumphant over death. Okay. In spite of 
in spite of flesh, in spite of the devil, in the world, yes, but not all of the world. Left here for a purpose. Hallelujah. Not to occupy the pew of the church. Not to sit always in this ministry. Not to be a churchman. But left here to share the heartbeat of Jesus with the lost and the dying world. Amen. Left here in the midst of this world and Jesus praise. All right. Not here. Right. Yes. That prayer is 2,000 years old. But it went with such fervency and power that it has sustained this old boy time and time again. Right. And as long as I became confident in that, it will carry me into the glorious kingdom of presence. Whether I know I or whether I am here with Jesus, it will handle that. What would heaven mean, I wonder sometimes, to us? We've just been guided through the star by some steady hand and never really have been tried or tested. You need to ask yourself questions. We try to wind yourself. Did he receive any glory from his people by leaving them in this world? In spite of all, he left us a pattern of life. A pattern. He interceded for us prayed for us and is keeping us through that prayer. And by that pattern is saying the same thing. Intercede and pray for somebody else. Pray God, bring them in. We often speak of a great need of intercessors. Are we? Can we? Or do we dare to be one that simply just Find out for ourselves. And every time we approach the throne, just ask for something for someone else. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There's a full brother and sister that's in the store. All have a sweet to say, God, keep on. Keep on. There's brother or sister out here that don't know God's boundaries. God wants to hear it from His church. Keep them. Keep them. Bring them in. There's His church. Seemingly just a frail little boat in the stream of human. The devil said, I can crush you anytime I hear it. But Jesus says, Keep them. Keep them. Keep them.
Because some cultures just don't blend with others. And some races just don't blend with others. And some rich just doesn't blend with the poor. And God says, that's all right. I have found a common denominator and to do everything in the world. You don't have to worry about it. The common denominator is the Holy Ghost and it will move together and put together a chain so strong and even by the powers of the enemy and the regions of hell. In other words, God's telling us not to worry about what He does in the world. Hallelujah. Looks to me like it's, he can teach a lot better people to put in it than me. I'm getting more done than he could by taking some of you. Looks like you never ever looked at people than some of you. And more, right? And richer people. Praise the Lord. But he gets people like Brother Lee. Just, just, right, he might. And they're playing gold. And he gets people like <laughs> And here's the way of saying that God didn't make anything either. Put the soul in the middle of 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 the middle of